Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoof beats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Let's go, Rico! I'm Silver! Tom Warren needed either cash or time. Cash would have enabled him to repay what he had borrowed from Jasper Thorne, but he didn't have cash. So he called on the wealthy man to ask for time. Of course, I could extend the note, but it's not good business, Tom. No, sir, it's not good business. From your point of view, Mr. Thorne, I'd say it was mighty good business. You're getting interest on your money. More interest than you could get by having it lie idle in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're right, Tom. <laughs> you do know something of business, don't you? Well, I know. <laughs> Maybe you should have been a businessman instead of a horse breeder. <laughs> Whatever made you go into raising horses instead of cattle? I like fine horses. Yeah, I suppose that's reason enough. Uh, you've been a little hard-pressed since your folks came to live with you, haven't you? If you'd extend the note, Mr. Thorne... Uh, how could... is your father? Is he ever going to walk again? I don't know. Yeah, I suppose I could extend that note for a spell. How about three months? A week is all I need. A week? 
Hold on now. You've got something in the fire. Well, that's neither here nor there. You found a market for your horses, is that it? What's that got to do with it? It's got a plenty to do with it, young man. Fine horses bring fine prices, if, and I say if, a man can find a buyer. But fine horses make a mighty expensive proposition unless they are sold. I brought the note along if you want to extend it, Mr. Thorne. Sorry, Tom. I've changed my mind. You what? I'll have to insist on payment on that note when it comes due. But you said you'd Changed my mind, young man. Sorry, there's nothing I can do to help you. But I can't pay this note unless I... Unless I auction off my stock. Too bad. Too bad. The people around here want just plain ordinary horses, and that's all they'll pay for. I'd lose everything at an auction. As I said, Tom, maybe you should have gone into business instead of horse ranching. Now I'll have to say goodnight to you. It's getting close to my bedtime. Early to bed, early to rise, I always say. Good night, young man. I'll expect to hear from you within a few days. Tom's mother and father sat in their small house waiting. Martha sat near the window. Nate near the fireplace. Has Tom left the corral yet? Not yet, Nate. He's taken an uncommon long time to turn his horse in. Now he's coming. He'll be here in just a minute. Hey, wonder what sort of news he'll have. Sakes alive, Nate. You've done nothing but fret since the boy left to call on Mr. Thorne. Well, that man Thorne's a money-grabbing skinflint. If he's heard that Tom has a letter from the army, he'll do his best to get the horses so that he can make the sale. Well, now, stop worrying. Tom's coming in and he'll tell us all that happened. Well, son, you weren't gone long. Tom, you don't look pleased. Did you see Thorn? Yeah, I saw him. He won't extend the note. Oh, Tom... He was going to, but when I asked for just one week, he guessed that I had a deal on the fire. He figures to force me to sell my stock at auction. He'll buy it for practically nothing. Does he know that the army is sending a man to buy your horses? He figured that someone was coming here to buy him. Well, you can pay him part of that note. You won't have to sell all your horses, Tom. I can't pay him a dime. But, son, you had $500 saved up. It's gone. Gone? It's gone, and talking about it won't bring it back. I reckon I know where it's gone. Not that. Look at me, son. You said that doctor from the East that looked me over just happened to be in town. Well, I The truth of it is, you sent for him. You spent your $500 to bring him here to see if he could make me walk. Isn't that so? Well, what of it, Dad? It was my money. I had a right to spend it any way I wanted. But, Dad, rat it. I told you there's nothing could be done for my legs. If I'd have known you were going to blow all your money for a sawbones, I'd have put a stop to it. That's why I didn't tell you. But Dad ratted of all the food, please. I want to go out and look at that fool before I go to bed. I'll be back in a few minutes. <sighs> oh, if it weren't for me, the boy would have made out all right. Martha, I'm a millstone around his neck. He was doing all right until we come here to live with him. But, Nate... You I... should be here, Martha. You keep house for him. You cook for him. You earn your keep. Nate, me. don't you talk so. <sighs> It's about time I did something worthwhile for my son. Now, Nate, don't... Don't look like that. You frighten me. I'm going to have a talk with Thorn. It's about time that skinflint had a lesson. But you can't. I can, and you're going to help me. Get my boots and my gun belt. 
I can manage to get aboard the horse if I take it slow and you help me. But Thorne's in town and it's a long ride. I can sit in a saddle just as well as I can sit in a chair. Oh, now, don't waste any more time, Martha. You'll help me or I'll manage without your help. I haven't done anything to help Tom since I came here. But tonight things are going to be different. It was some time later when a horse slowly approached the moonlit town of Stockton and came to a stop near an Indian. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Injun! Hi there, Injun! Uh, what matter? Give me a hand to get down. I I reckon I'm some shakier than I figured to be. Oh, you hurt? Uh, nothing like that. I'm just old and stove in. Here. Just kind of hold me steady while I slide out of this saddle. Uh-huh. Do it. Thanks. Thank you kindly. Now, wait a second. No. No, I'll never make it by myself. What do you think of an old mossy horn like me that can't even walk by himself without asking help? Wouldn't think a fellow like me was good for much, huh? Where you go? Just inside that house over there. I've got to scotch a snake. You don't savvy that, do you? Well, maybe it's just as well you don't. Uh, You mind helping me get to the door? Me help you. Me help you up steps now. Don't open it. I can make it inside when I'm ready. Now then, let me see. Better have a look at my shooting iron first. Oh. What you do with guns? You make tracks, Injun. Take my advice and make tracks. Because I've got a notion the further you travel inside the next two minutes, the less you're going to have to explain. Tom had returned to the house and spent the rest of the evening talking to his mother. Then before going to his room, he opened the door to the bedroom on the opposite side of the house and looked in. In a moment, he was back. Mom. Mom, you said Dad had turned in. His room is empty. Oh, Tom, are you sure? Of course I'm sure. His bed hasn't been touched. I wonder, what do you suppose... Do you suppose he might have gone out without saying anything? Now, Mom, you know better than that. Look at me. Yes, Tom? Did you help him to his room? Don't I always? Did you help him tonight? Why, why, of course I did. That is, I... And helped him to bed? Tom, don't question me so If you helped him to bed, how do you explain that his bed hasn't been touched? I... Mom, you know something about his disappearing, you must... Now, where'd he go? What happened to him? Now, Tom, don't get excited. Dad didn't go to his room. Where is he? What's he doing that he doesn't want me to know? Son, I... Go in and What A mask, man. Nate! Dad read it all. Why can't you people leave me be? Now, what in uh, thunder One moment, one moment. Nate in that chair, Toto. Uh-huh. Oh, Dad read it. Why couldn't you let me alone? 
Why'd you have to go and spoil it anyway? Dad, what's happened? None of your business. Son, no, your father tried to call on Thorne. He asked Tonald to help him. He was calling on Mr. Thorne? With a six-gun. Dad, you didn't mean to... What do I it. meant to do is my affair. But look here, he Dad. He meant you... to help you. Otto stopped him, brought him to me, and I got the story out of him. Dad was trying to help me? How? He would have shot Thorne, taken the note he holds, and destroyed it. Oh, Dad, are you loco? No such thing. Why shouldn't I have drilled the skunk? Don't he mean to put you out of business? But you'd have been jailed. And what if I was? I'd have saved you, wouldn't I? What's the difference between jail and any place else when a man's too stove in to get around? So you'd have gone to jail for me. If Tondo hadn't meddled... Dad, I... I don't know what to say. Then don't say nothing. And as for you, Tondo, and you too, mister, who are you, anyhow? Why are you wearing that mask? Maybe there's a way to help Tom without killing a man. How? Perhaps we can think of something. Why are you interested? Because Thorne needs a lesson. Perhaps he's legally right this time, but he hasn't always stayed within the law. But I can't wait, see what... Wait. Tom, as I understand it, an officer is coming here to buy your horses for the army. Dad's been telling you things. Yes? Well, it's true. The officer won't get here before my note is due. I'll have to auction my horses to raise cash, and Thorne will bid them in. He'll sell them to the army. Can you raise money on this farm? I don't own it. I just rent it. Can you borrow from anyone to tide you over? <laughs> don't you suppose I would if I could? <laughs> no one around here has any cash. That's why Thorne will be able to buy my horses for a tenth of what they're worth. Well, look here, mister. This is none of your business. Tom, I'm interested for two reasons. He wants to see Thorne get a lesson. Furthermore, I appreciate fine horses. I want to help a man like you. I don't see what you can do. Uh, when is that note due? In four days. And when can Captain Ives get here? A week or ten days. Mm, very well. Now, don't let the sheriff hold an auction until the note is due. I, I don't intend to. Good. Come on, Toto. Now, hold on. What are you going to do? We'll meet again. But wait, listen, wait. Adios. What we do, Kimasabi? Toto, we're going to step outside the law. Steady, easy, big shot. Come on, curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story, 
For several days, Tom and his parents wondered about the mysterious masked man who had promised to help save the horses so Tom could sell them to the army. On the day the note fell due, Jasper Thorne appeared in the office of Judge Luther. Tom was also there in response to the judge's demand. Here, Judge. Here's a note. It's due and payable. Yeah, so I see. How about it, Tom? Have you got $1,000? No, but I would have if Thorne had extended for just one week. Why don't you do that, Thorne? It wouldn't hurt you. That's not my way of doing business. No. Your way of doing business is to grab a profit no matter who gets hurt by it. That's a lie. Oh, here, here. Stop it, both of you. I'm sorry, Judge, but doggone it, you'd be mad too. The only reason Thorne's making me trouble is because I was fool enough to ask him just for a week to get that thousand in. That showed him I was figuring to make a deal, so he decided to make it himself. <clears throat> what about that, Thorne? I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, I suppose if the judge tells the sheriff to auction off my horses, you won't bid them in yourself. I'll have to. I don't know anybody else who'd buy them. And you'll get them for almost nothing. I'm not in the horse breeding business. They aren't worth much to me. But you know, I plan to sell them. You'll sell them at a big profit. I tell you You'll I... probably be able to bid in my stock for less than a thousand. Then you'll hunt up the man who aims to buy the stock, sell the horses to him, make a profit, and I'll still owe you money. Judge, that's not Oh, right. no, you... the law's the law. You owe Thorne money. You can't pay it. So you've got to turn your assets into cash. Thorne's within his legal rights. But it's not fair, Judge. Yeah. I'm issuing an order for you to take possession of Tom's horses and put them up for auction in the usual manner. Right. From the proceeds, you'll deduct the costs of the sale plus any taxes Tom owes. Then you'll give Thorne what he's got coming or as much of it as the sale brings. If there's any cash left over... There won't be. Uh, uh, as I was saying, if there's anything left, it belongs to Tom. See that he gets it. Sure. Uh, thank you, Judge. Stop in here. Uh, uh, what's the idea of busting in here while I'm in conference? Sheriff, see that Ben has put it. Tom a second. Judge, it's important. Uh, look uh, let here. me see what Ben wants, Judge. Maybe it is important. It is. Uh, all right, but be quick. Come over here, Ben. Yes. Uh, Judge. Uh, yes, Thorne? About the auction. If it could be held real soon, I'd appreciate it. Anxious to get the horses, huh? Well, I... Was Tom right about your plans? That doesn't enter into the situation. I just wondered, that's all. You are a skinflint, aren't you, Thorne? There's not going to be a sale. What? Tom, are you threatening me? No. Then just what do you mean by that statement? There won't be a sale because there aren't any horses. Ben just brought the word. They've been stolen. <coughs> stolen? It's a trick. No, it's not a Judge, trick. Judge, if they were stolen, Tom stole them himself. He stole them to cheat me out of what's rightfully mine. Now, look here, Thorne. But it won't enough. work, blast you. I'll see that you go to jail for it. You're nothing but a sneaking thief. Jasper Thorne gave full vent to his anger, then left the judge's office and went to the Red Moon Cafe. He sought out an oily-skinned, heavy-set man known as Fresno. The two sat at a corner table where Thorne explained the situation. So that's how it stands, Fresno. I'm going to do something about it. You figure Tom made off with his own horses, huh? Of course he did. But... Why would he steal what belonged to him in the first place? To keep those horses from being sold at auction. Can't you see that? Ah, sure enough. I told him he wouldn't get away with it, and he won't. Fresno, I'll have him jailed. Uh, I don't blame you. You got any proof on Tom? Well, that can wait. Uh, first of all, I want to get those horses back. Yeah, savvy. And as soon as possible. 
A cheerful hunt for him, won't he? Oh, he'll have men out looking, but I'll not count on them. I want you to look for the horses. Me? But if the sheriff is... They have to be found in a hurry. Can't you get it through your head that I can't wait for the sheriff to take his time about finding them? When have you learned about Tom's deal? Nothing. Nothing at all. I've been watching him real close, but he don't talk about it to no one. Now, someone is planning to buy the horses. I've got to know who it is. If you get the horses, the buyer will probably look you up when he gets to town. I wish I knew when he was coming. I've got to find the horses and get them at auction before he gets here. I don't want him here to bid against me. So I'm to look for the horses, is that it? You're to look for them and find them. There'll be a hundred dollars in it for you. But find them within two days and there'll be a hundred more. You're the best there is when it comes to finding and following a trail. Those horses had to leave tracks. Go to the Warren Ranch and find those tracks and follow them. The sheriff and Tom led searching parties during the next few days, and Fresno worked alone. It was not difficult to follow the trail of the horses for the first few miles, but after that, the ground was hardened lava and all signs vanished. Tonto kept out of sight, but he observed the efforts of the searching parties that moved through the various canyons that honeycombed the lava field. Tonto was watching from a hill when the Lone Ranger rode up to join him. Are you still watching the men, Toto? Ah, me watch search party. Oh, where is it? Over that way. Let's see, still investigating the blind canyons, huh? Ah, hmm. Never find where horses hid. Yes, they will, Toto. They've got to find those horses very quickly. What you mean? We're going to give them some clues. Huh? Help them find horses? Yes, Kimosabe. Captain Ives is coming in on the next stagecoach. He'll be in the town of Stockton before nightfall. Oh, that's good. So it's time for us to carry out the rest of our plan. We'll have to be very careful. Tom's already under suspicion. So we've got to make sure there's no way for him to be blamed for what we've done. And what we do now. Come with me, Toto. The westbound stage arrived in town on schedule. The army officer was not in uniform. Driving in the clothing of a businessman, he rented a horse at the livery stable where he asked directions for reaching the Warren Ranch. It was dusk when he reached the small house and rapped on the door. Yes? Good evening. This is where Tom Warren lives? Yes, I'm his mother. Step in, won't you? Thanks. I'm Captain Ives. Oh. Your son has probably mentioned me. Oh, yes, yes, he has. Oh, oh, good evening, sir. Howdy, Cap. Have a chair, won't you? I'm Tom's dad. Glad to know you. Yes, sit down and make yourself comfortable. Tom's washing up. He's been in the saddle all day. I'll go tell him you're here, Captain. He'll be here in a second. Cap... I'm afraid you got here too late. Tom, too late? You about but I thought he understood oh, that it he was definitely... Oh, he knew when you'd get here, Cap. It's not that. But surely he hasn't sold his stock without letting me know. That's not it either. He, uh... Oh, but here he is now, Cap. Maybe he'd better tell you about it. This Captain Ives, son. Howdy. I wish I could say I'm glad to see you, Captain. I'm afraid I don't understand. I haven't told him what's happened, Tom. Oh. Well, Captain, you've made a long trip for nothing, 
Right now, I couldn't sell your horse if you offered me all the cash in Texas. Crooks stole every critter I own. No. Sorry, but that's the way it is. And we can't find any trace of them. It's as if they'd been swallowed up. That's what I've been doing today, trying to pick up their trail. Well, that is too bad. Maybe you had a long trip all for nothing, Cap, but Tom's flat busted. Is that true? Yeah, this cleans me out. <laughs> of course, that doesn't concern you, and I'm sorry you've had to waste your time. You'll still have to get horses somewhere, though, I suppose. We're badly in need of horses. Well, I'll give you the names of a few fellas I know in the state. Look them up. Oh, but you'll be staying the night, won't you? You must be tired. I'd like to stay, but I'm afraid I can't. You see, I haven't much time. If uh, you'll give me the names of those men you mentioned, maybe I'll still have a chance to catch tonight's state. Oh, sure. Now, now, let me see. Over near Grove City, there's Max Duncan. Yes. He's got some mighty fine horses. And Ridge Larson's got a place over by Tom. the... Tom! Tom, the horses! What? Tom, outside, look, they found them. Well, Mom, do you think They those... must be your horses, son. And I saw Mr. Thorne in the shed. There they are now. Well, I'll be a double distilled. Come in. Bring that in here, Fresno. You found the horses. We sure did. Fresno saw that redskin moving them. He wrote to join me and my boys and told us about them. But I found the horses. Be sure you say that, Sheriff. That's right, Fresno. You found them. And I found that crook, too. Me not crook. Hey, it's Tonto. He's no crook. He's a horse thief. Like fun he is. You don't know it, Thorn, but that redskin saved your life. Sheriff, have the horses been brought back? My deputies are running them into the corral right now. And I can sell them. Oh, no, you can't. The sheriff has a court order. Those horses don't belong to you. Who does own them? What, Master? You! Hold it, Sheriff. No gunplay. I asked you a question, Thorn. Who owns those horses? They'd be mine if they hadn't been stolen. I'd have bought them at auction. The court order says... Did you it... buy them? No, but the then court order... they're not yours. They belong to Tom until he sells them at auction or otherwise. But he owes me money. Just a second, Thorn. A note's not like a mortgage. The fact that Tom owes you money don't mean that you own his horses. Tom is free to sell them to anyone who's willing to buy. Sheriff, I demand that you arrest that masked man, he and the Indian. On what charges? Horse stealing. Whose horses? No, well... They're Tom's horses. Then Tom's the one to bring charges against Tonto and me. (laughs) And I'm not going to do it. Thorn, you want an auction. All right, let's hold one right here and now. Who'll bid on the horses? I will. You? Who are you? Captain Ives of the United States Army. The bid is $5,000. 5000 Well, what's your bid, Thorne? Well, I... Uh... Speak up. You wanted an auction. What's your bid? Go ahead, you skin flint. Top $5,000. Yeah. I won't pay that much. Then, Dad, rat it, stop yapping for an auction. And if you've got no further business, clear out. Not so fast, Thorne. Fresno, let go my arm. I want my money. Your money. One hundred dollars for fighting the horses. But I Fresno can't. found them, Thorn. Looks like you gotta pay up. But yeah. uh, things are different. I, I count you. You pay, things. Thorn. Or I'll go to the judge and get a court order on you. All right, all right, I'll pay. But I haven't the money with me. I'll go to your place with you while you get it. Come on, oh, Thorn. Right. Might as well I'll get it over. <laughs> Sheriff. Todd and I acted on our own. Tom didn't have anything to do with uh, with the theft of the horses. <laughs> well, that's all right. Even if Tom did have a part in it, I wouldn't complain. I'd say it was smart work. <laughs> well, thanks, Sheriff. Come on, Tonto. The sheriff will witness the bill of sale. Bill of sale? 
Gosh, Sheriff. Captain Ives. I'm ready to do business, Tom. You hear that, Tom? Get the papers drawn up and get that army cash. You'll have a nice bankroll left even after you've paid Thorn what you owe. Well, don't stand there. Oh, I, I, I was just wondering. That masked man, he did help us. Sheriff, who is he? Well, I don't know for sure, Tom. But I can make a guess. I'd say he's the Lone Ranger. is a copyrighted feature originated by George W. Trendle. This script was written by Fran Stryker. The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. <laughs>